0: On today's episode of Unhooked, we'll be talking about neuroplasticity and porn addiction and how to rewire your brain for greater happiness. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jeremy Lipwitz, and with over 12 years of meditation experience as a mindfulness trainer and coach for high performers, I've become obsessed with helping people break free from compulsive, unhealthy behaviors and addictions, and step into a life of true freedom so that they can finally become their best selves and cultivate deeper and lasting fulfillment. I've created Unhooked, the Breaking Porn Addiction podcast, to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to master your mind and optimize your life. This is Unhooked. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Unhooked, the Breaking Porn Addiction podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Lipkowitz, and I just want to start off today with gratitude for all of those of you out there who are listening. Uh, I recently posted on Instagram that this podcast has now hit a thousand downloads, which is kind of surreal to me. Um, You know, started a couple months ago, not really sure where it would go or where I would take it. And I'm just, you know, in awe to see that it keeps growing day by day and week by week and more and more people are listening. Uh, And I know it's true because every time I talk about this topic of porn addiction or social media addiction with people in person, you know, it's obvious that it's something that affects so many people. Uh, And we need to have these kind of conversations about what is the effect of porn? What is the effect of social media? What is the way to cultivate a healthy relationship with technology and heal from some of these addictive behaviors that we have. So I just want to thank all of you who are out there listening. Uh, It really means a lot to me. And yeah, keep, keep listening and keep spreading the word. It means so much to me. So today on the podcast, I want to talk about this concept of neuroplasticity, which is something that was so pivotal for me in my own recovery. It was in some ways, kind of a turning point in, in my life and in my recovery. In, in most part, because it actually not only helped me realize that I had a problem with porn addiction, but the understanding of neuroplasticity, neuroplasticity gave me a diagnosis of why things were the way they were and a pathway forward. It gave me a way out of the mess that I was in. So I really want to talk about this because it's so pivotal in recovery that if you're not understanding neuroplasticity, if you're not understanding how the brain functions and the importance of where you're placing your attention, it's going to be very hard to have a long-lasting recovery. So that's why we're going to be diving deeply into this topic of neuroplasticity today. So in many ways, I knew that I had a problem with porn way before i learned about neuroplasticity and some of the neuroscience behind addiction you know i could see some of the signs and symptoms of addiction in my life so for example problems with my focus and attention you know having trouble focusing on my schoolwork my creative hobbies um, problems with irritability isolation obviously shame was a big one whenever i would use porn or just notice my own sexual feelings There was that shame associated with it that was exacerbated by uh, abusing porn, isolating, hiding, procrastinating. And then also some of the symptoms I was seeing, things like seeking novelty in my partners or being very perfectionistic with my partners. So I could see that I was having some of these issues in my life, but I didn't necessarily know why these issues were there or how to fix them. And that's when I started reading about things like positive psychology. So if you know some of my origin story, I had this moment in my life where I was noticing that I just wasn't happy. Even though I was having lots lots of pleasure, lots of excitement, lots of romance, I wasn't actually fulfilled in my life. And so I started reading about positive psychology and some of the neuroscience behind that. And I remember reading this one book that finally talked about neuroplasticity. And there was this one concept in it that just stuck with me, and it still has stuck with me for so long. And there was this sentence that said something along the lines of this. It said, neurons that fire together, wire together. And it's this understanding that the more you use certain neural pathways, the stronger those neural pathways become. So for example if you are constantly thinking thoughts of anger you are going to be strengthening the neural pathways associated with anger. If you are constantly thinking thoughts of uh, greed and craving and you know lust you're going to be strengthening those thoughts and those neural pathways in your mind. And we know this is true now you know it used to be thought that before we understood neuroplasticity it used to be thought that your brain developed when you were a teenager and then around 17, 18, 19, your brain stopped developing and it was all fixed from there. And this is where we get some of the sayings like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. So there was this idea that your neurons stopped forming new connections and it was just all and that you were set in stone for the rest of your life after your teenage years. But what we know now is that you are constantly forming new connections and new neural pathways throughout your life that the brain itself is plastic. And so in many ways, another way of looking at this, neuroplasticity can be thought of like this, that what you think and do and even what you pay attention to changes the structure and function of your brain. So you are, you're fundamentally changing or rewiring your brain simply by what you do or think or even where you're placing your attention. So what you put your attention on will grow certain neural pathways. So this is the foundational understanding of neuroplasticity. And it is so important because when you realize the consequences of this, when you realize that whatever you think about strengthens that neural pathway, it is hard to ignore then the consequences of something like a daily or nightly porn habit. If every night you're logging on and watching porn for 30 minutes or an hour, you are hardwiring or strengthening those pathways for lust and craving and objectification of women and all of the different things that you are doing in that session. You are strengthening those neural pathways. And particularly with something like lust or craving or wanting, strengthening those pathways of seeking that out is building that fire of suffering. Because suffering is essentially when there's something that you want that you can't have or when you are kind of grasping after things to be a certain way. So for example, when you desperately want to sleep with someone and you can't or you don't have it yet or when you desperately want something to be gone from your life but it's not. So any kind of that clinging to wanting things to be a certain way or resistance or aversion to the way things are creates suffering. And so by constantly fueling that fire of lust, we are fueling the fire of suffering as well. And in other episodes, I've talked about the difference between lust and desire. And so it's important to understand that difference that, you know, desire itself, or attraction, there's nothing wrong with it, and it's not suffering. It's the craving, the clinging, the thirst for a particular experience that creates suffering. So this concept again of neuroplasticity is so important because it shows that we are playing a part in our brain's development. So if we want to live a life that is filled with contentment and gratitude and loving and kindness and compassion, we have to train our brain in those directions. We have to strengthen those neural pathways. Again, you know, just looking at your own life and look at what are the habitual kinds of thought patterns that are there. For many of us in the West, the habitual thought patterns are things like judgment, criticism, craving, greed, jealousy. You know, it's these, The first reaction that happens when we see something that we want or we experience something we don't want is these unhealthy habit patterns. And so, again, we need to be aware of what we are doing with our mind and with our attention. And this, again, was so transformative for me because it made me realize how powerful your thoughts are. That what you are doing with your thoughts creates your future. You know, if, you, if you're constantly looking at what you don't have, you are fueling the fires of that in your mind and that creates your habits And your habits create your character and your character creates your destiny. So really seeing that, you know, one uh, quote that I really love, you know, was said by the Buddha over 2,500 years ago. And he said this, he said, what you frequently think and ponder upon becomes the inclination of the mind. This is really essentially the same as what we now know as neuroplasticity. The more you think certain types of thoughts, the more the mind becomes inclined in that direction. The more you think thoughts of lust or craving, your mind starts to habituate towards those kinds of thoughts. On a molecular or cellular level, you're actually strengthening the synaptic connections between neurons. And so, again, we just it's so important to understand that every moment of your attention is important. So for example, going onto Instagram and looking at you know, girls in bikinis, if you're doing that in a lustful way, it's still it might not be porn, but you're still strengthening that fire of lust in the mind. So another quote that I love related to this comes from Thoreau. And he said this, he said, a single footstep will not make a path on the earth. So a single thought will not make a pathway in the mind. To make a deep physical path, we walk again and again. To make a deep mental path, we must think over and over the kind of thoughts we wish to dominate our lives. So essentially, you are in control of your mind. And if you want a certain type of thought or a certain quality of being to dominate your life, you have to think those thoughts again and again and again. If you want your life to be filled with gratitude, thinking one moment of gratitude isn't going to replace the years of habitual thinking of lust and greed and craving and selfishness. So this is what the training of meditation does for us, is we cultivate again and again and again these qualities that we want to permeate our lives. Things like contentment or patience, compassion, gentleness strength, perseverance, all of these qualities we were, we're like gardeners sowing these seeds of these beautiful crops and these beautiful plants. So that's really the understanding that we need to have because that sets in motion, you know, gives the, the underlying reason why meditation is so important. Because if you don't understand neuroplasticity, if you don't understand what's going on in the mind, you might think, well, okay, meditation is not that important but once you just look at the the averages of you know how much time are you spending you know cultivating certain thought patterns versus the thought patterns you want to dominate your life then it becomes obvious that spending at least 5-10 minutes a day cultivating thoughts intentionally again like contentment like patience like integrity whatever it is you see just how important those are for creating the kind of future that you want so if you want a future where your habitual mind state is contentment the only way to do that is to strengthen those neural pathways if you do nothing or if you keep watching porn or lusting after girls on instagram you will continue to strengthen the pathways of not having enough of wanting more of craving and of lust So again, the choice is yours and it comes down not just to your actions, but even your thought patterns and your attention. So I hope that this has inspired you to be heedful or mindful of where your attention is and what you're doing with your mind on a day-to-day basis. You know, you might not be looking at porn anymore, but maybe you're still swiping on dating apps hours and hours a day or looking on Uh, you know, girls in bikinis on Instagram hours and hours a day. So really just being aware of what are you cultivating in your mind moment by moment. Understanding neuroplasticity is the key to this. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this little science episode on neuroplasticity. As always, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, this is something that I have available. Uh, We can hop on a discovery call to see if it's a good fit for you. So just go to my website, jeremylipkowitz.com backslash intro, and that will give you a, a way to sign up for a free discovery call. So I hope that you are enjoying these episodes. Please feel free to give it a review on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And much love to you. We'll see you on the next episode.